is Carrie Ghosh. I'm a reporter at Columbus Business First, and this is Crisis Management, a podcast about seeing your business through the coronavirus pandemic. This episode features Annette Rivas, who just left Facebook to become Chief People Officer at Root Insurance Company, an all-digital auto insurer. Parent company Root Incorporated added this C-suite position after it passed 850 employees but her hiring coincided with the need to swiftly adapt to the pandemic. As an HR vice president over several divisions at Facebook, Rivas helped lead that 40,000 person company switch to work from home. And then she started at Root on March 16th, the day Ohio schools closed, and about a week before our state's stay at home order. Rivas is in fact doing her job for now from her home in San Jose. We discuss the challenges of managing a new group of people from 2,500 miles away and how Root CEO Alex Tim changed her mind when Rebus's first reaction was that she would never want to move to Columbus, Ohio. Uh, One quick note while you're listening, Root has raised more VC, as in venture capital, than any startup in Ohio history. But when Rebus uses the term VC in our conversation, she's talking about video conferencing. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for agreeing to do this. Welcome virtually to Columbus, even though you're in San Jose, is that correct? Yes, I'm in San Jose right now. Okay, stay safe. There's a twofold purpose to this. One is to talk about how you're doing, helping your your company manage through the crisis. But I find this to be a very interesting, separate by itself story that Root nabbed somebody from Facebook, of all places, yeah. and, um, that you joined in the middle of the biggest crisis any company could possibly be facing. Right. <laughs> we'll go in turns here. If you could describe to me how a company of 800 and growing people with three office, yeah. well, four, four offices in three cities and counting probably. Right. Obviously had some remote workers, but yep, having had to, some. in a very short order, move everybody home. Yeah. I don't know if, I think you didn't join until March that? 30th. Yeah. So how did that, how was that accomplished? Yeah, I can talk to you about that. I actually um, joined on March 16th. And even before that, was able to connect with folks before. So really what we were able to do was get everyone work from home within 24 hours, Carrie. And we could do that because of a few things. One, our IT is in the cloud. And so by being in the cloud, it meant that there were not servers in the office that would prohibit us from being able to have people work from home. From an IT perspective, we give people equipment that, laptops, for example, they don't all have desktops. Everyone has laptops. So you could quickly be able to do your actual work from home. And then the team worked, um, we worked together for a week before basically putting people protocols in place so that we could set up things like making sure Zoom would work for large. We still have large company all hands, for example, to make sure our other Google Hangouts work to put um, work for home documents in place so that, and guidelines and procedures so people would know how to kind of continue the work that they're doing right now and doing that from home. So the company was already set up based on IT and equipment that they had. And what we did was take that next step and put some procedures and guidelines in place so that people would know what to do in working from home. And you know, how did your experience from Facebook help 
translate to you know getting those procedures quickly in place i, I assume yeah that has a very large remote workforce too yeah and we already actually in california were two weeks earlier work from home so mm -hmm. i had experienced it here already and was part of the team to help figure out how to do it at facebook now you are right and that facebook has a lot more people working from home they also have more traditions of people working from home on Wednesdays and things like that, that then could be expanded. But I could take some of those in particular, those work from home guidelines. How do you have meetings, continuing one-on-ones, doing connections, doing fun things on Zoom versus just working. All of those learnings I could bring over with me to Root. So can you give me some examples of how you give guidance to employees to maintain productivity, even though you know, you'll be sitting at your dining room table with your child playing Animal Crossing in the next yep. room. Not that I have any examples of this. <laughs> well, you know what, You've, that's a great way to start because the thing you need to understand is each different situations. Because there are some people who are sitting at home, not only just with their child playing, but also needing time to teach their children. So for some of the teams, we actually have hours, right? So when you can do this work, depending on what team you are, for example, in customer support, how are we managing our customer support team across the different populations of what they have going on at work? And it may mean that customer support during a couple hours of the day needs to teach their child. So are they working around that? Are they on the email versus on phones because it might be too noisy to be on the phone? Just trying to understand, for example, what's going on at home for folks. There's the other extreme like myself who's home by themselves all day. And so how are we making sure that we are reminding that talent, get up, walk around, we encourage everyone to go outside, sit on your porch, look at the sunshine if you're by yourself. What are you doing to rejuvenate yourself? Because that's how we can keep productivity up is by keeping people focused on the work, but also on themselves and really managing that out. So what we're trying to do is understand each person's situation. And we've asked all the managers to do that and leaders so that then they can help tailor what the focus should be for those individuals. So as someone who's obviously you must be a people person. That is your job. Yeah. How are you managing getting introduced to a new company when you can't be with people? I know. It's crazy, isn't it? The, the thing that I'm doing, a couple things. One is I sit in a lot of one-on-ones all day long. I do 30-minute meetings with the leaders. I'm meeting every single VP, every single director one-on-one, -on -one, and then I'll have recurring meetings with them to try and understand their business. For the people team, because I understand, you know, I know my leadership, direct leadership team, I'm actually doing 15 minute check-ins with every single person on the people team because I want to start putting faces with names. And so that when either we're in and all hands on Zoom or when we get back in the office, I'll have a sense of who these folks are and what they work on. And then I've helped Alex think about his staff meeting. Again, how are we connecting people and talking about the business and also talking about the people collectively together so that I can get to know people? Um, it is harder on Zoom, it is harder on VC. I'm gonna be honest about that because I'm a people person, but I'm also a person that gives and gets energy. And that's harder to do when I'm on the screen. Luckily from working at Facebook for so long, I did, we do work from home. So it's not like this is the first time I've ever had to experience that piece of it and how to do my job that way. The hardest part right now is the number of days I'm doing it and because it's a new company. The last thing I'll say is I did come in a few times before I started, Carrie, because I wanted to get a sense of the people in the office. And so a lot of the people that I'm continuing relationships with are continual because I did have a chance to meet with them before this all started. What other tech tools 
does the workforce use, you know, Slack? Um, how do they keep in touch? And because you can't be in meetings all day, you have to actually take your customer calls and write your right. code. And right, right. For the tools across that the people team is really um, helping them do is Slack, Zoom, Hangout. We also found um, from our survey last week that folks were missing whiteboarding. And so we're testing out a couple whiteboarding tools that folks can use to, to simulate whiteboarding. What we're trying to do is, again, understand what people need. Now, the tech team in engineering, they have all their stuff that they use that they've always used. And so, you know, none of that is, is really changing. But we're trying to do is get as many interactive type tools that we can for the team so they can continue to work in groups. And so with all that together, how, I don't know if it's too early to assess, but what has been the impact on productivity and signing up new policyholders and everything yeah. you need to do to grow, continue growing as a business? Yeah. Right now, what we have found is that productivity has not gone down significantly. We've, we've modeled it a few different ways. One is just from the business perspective. But the other is from asking people and having them kind of think about their own productivity. We do a, what we're calling a pulse survey every two weeks. The next version goes out tomorrow. I kicked off the first one two weeks ago to ask people how they felt about their productivity. We also have um, the leadership team really thinking about this, Carrie. And what, when you can't do kind of what you did every single day, what projects are we doing? We're putting some projects in place so that when we are able to go back to the office, we're actually having a jump start on some of the things. For example, our recruiting team is focusing on things they wouldn't have had time to do. So it's not, some of the teams have the same productivity almost as they had before. Others have had to look at it a little differently to figure out how to adjust so they can have the same productivity, but we're looking at it on a team by team basis. Um, how has it affected hiring or are you actually having to do some furloughs? We have no furloughs. We've, we've put a pause on our hiring because it's hard to recruit people when you can't talk to them across in the office. We care deeply about the culture at Root and hiring talent that really is a um, role model for our culture. And so that's really tricky to do on VC. And so we have put a pause on our hiring. All of the offers up until that point, we honored. And then, so we do have a couple classes still coming forward and we're doing online onboarding and the team has really worked through how to make sure we can give people the information and the knowledge and their tools um, without all being in the office. But as far as actually continuing the recruiting process, we have put a pause on that. Hopefully the answer to this question is no, but have any of your employees become ill and how would you manage through that if that were the case? Yeah, no, they haven't. Thank gosh. You know, we've been, um, I'll use the word blessed here in order for that not to happen. We do have protocols in place though, if that were to happen, including letting the company know which office it occurred in and, and where that talent was in which office. We wouldn't share privacy information, but just to try and keep our other employees safe. It's also because we've been away from the office now enough time, right? I mean, we have been at work from home. I think this is week three. Um, so, or week three or four, I don't know, because for California, I had it two weeks before, so it feels like forever. But because we've been away from the office, there's very limited, very, very few people that would have exposure to each other at this point as well. But we, we would let the company know, both if someone was um, unfortunately um, infected with the virus, as well as if they're in contact with someone who was um, tested positive. Is there a core team that does still report in person? 
We do have a few of the facilities talent that does go into the office. It's a very, very, very small number. And one thing I've been asking everyone is, what do you think carries over permanently when you do go back? Changes that have taken place during this time? Things you've learned? I think what we've learned... Gosh, that's a great question. We've, we're thinking about this and I have on my future, what does re-entry look like? I think what we've learned is that we can be productive from home. Root did not have a culture of working from home before. And so how do you blend that with the ability to need to be in the office? So we need to look at it a little differently because I think we've gotten smarter on that. I think we're getting smarter every single day on how to use these tools, how to use Zoom, how to use Google Hangout, how to do some things even with people from different offices. So it's not, even when everyone goes back, we still need to be smarter because we are gonna have talent in distributed offices. And this has really helped us, even just how to have a meeting, how you're looking for cues in a meeting, all those tips and tricks are gonna help us when everyone goes back to their respective office, which I'm excited about. So why have an office? Why go back? Ooh, well, as a people person, that's, you know, I could go on all day about all the benefits of being in the office. I don't think you have the same connections as you do when you're sitting across from someone. The one thing that everyone has said they've missed is the hallway when you're walking by and you're like, oh, I need that answer and I need that one answer right now. Or quite honestly, laughing together, <laughs> having lunch together, really developing lives together. Work is so important to the world, right? No matter what company you're at. But Doing that work in a fulfilling way requires people to have relationships in my mind. Again, I'm the people person, but have relationships and that foundation of relationship. And you just can't have that on VC 100%. Also bringing new people into the company is very tricky when they don't come into the culture. And so yes, we could do it, but I don't think it would be as a strong of a company if we were all working from home. Quick technical question. I'm going to move into the you story. When you, in this context of root VC can mean venture capital, but you are referring to video conferencing. Oh, yeah, video conferencing. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, yes. Tell me how uh, you came to, find, did they headhunt to you or did you say, wow, what is this company? Or did you, you know, get an auto policy and say, I want to work <laughs> for them to know? How did you uh, come to this Great uh, question. Position? So um, someone I worked with Facebook is on a, one of the investors for Root. And um, he is a dear friend, dear, dear friend. And I was his, he was my client. I worked with him for 10 years. And he and I were having lunch and I was, or breakfast, and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do next, Carrie, because my goal was to stay at Facebook for 10 years, actually, give a year's notice and then retire. And I thought, am I ready to kind of go and live on a beach or do I want to go do something else, work in a school and kind of just figure out what I wanted to do? And he said, Annette, I have this company. It's in Columbus, Ohio. And I said, I'm not moving to Columbus, Ohio, zero chance. And he said, just, just talk to them, just talk to them. And so I had a conversation with Alex. And by the end of the conversation, I thought, shoot, I might be, A, I might be moving to Columbus, Ohio. And B, he just made me smarter. And he honestly reminded me of Mark, of Mark Zuckerberg. And so I thought, well, if, you know, I should go out and meet the folks. And I spent two days there. And it's really one of the best leadership teams I've worked with in a really long time, i.e. 10 years pre-Facebook. I felt like from a, um, from a leadership perspective, they had all the right talents and all the right foundations to build an amazing company. And then from a company perspective, I care deeply about fairness. And I had no idea before my conversation with Alex how insurance carriers build us, 
I've had insurance, you know, for 30 something years, auto insurance, and I had no idea. And so to be a part of such a great leadership team and also to do something that would really change the world when it worked, I thought, how could I pass up the opportunity? And then finally, my children are old enough. I have a senior, um, I'm sorry, I have a junior in high school and I also have a sophomore in college. And so I thought if any time was the time I could do it now to go out and really try and live somewhere else for a little while, while bringing all that I'd learned over my time at Facebook in particular, although I was in startup land a long time before that, to help make this company amazing. Is the plan to um, get your, your high schooler graduated and then move or right nope, away? I, yeah, I'm moving right away. I already have an apartment there that I laugh about. I'm paying cable on that I can't be in, um, <laughs> in Grandview. My, um, my son will stay here and live with his best friend, but Alex and I have a commitment that I'll fly home on the weekends in order to spend time with them. Um, he's a soccer player, so I've never missed a soccer game and I'm not going to start now. So That's I'll awesome. commute back and forth until he graduates and then be there, you know, not have to commute as much. Before Facebook, you mentioned startup work. So what are your other stops? Gosh, I started my account, my career as a tax accountant. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> and then I- It sound like a people thing. <laughs> I know, right? But it is, you know why? Because my job was to solve solutions for people, right? And it was all about the relationships. I was in public accounting. So I've always been about the relationships and connecting with people. And then in Silicon Valley, we've had a couple of ups and downs. And I've been through those in various startups. None of them really worked or else I might not be sitting here if any of them did. But then I spent time at Yahoo and HP and, and kind of the standards here before um, getting lucky and going to Facebook. Your title. So were you the HR chief or do they divide Facebook into the different kingdoms because your title was very specific of HRG for yeah. XYZ. Yeah. Yes. So at Facebook, when I, um, when I started, we had 1400 people. When I left, we had 40,000 people. So the growth wow. of the company, right. I, I saw all of that. And that journey included, um, I went from being an IC five, which is kind of entry level for us then to being a VP. So that was my journey there. We have one HR chief and that was Lori Goler. And she is the one who hired me. But then from there, we each supported different businesses. And probably the last, the last eight, uh, probably six years of my career, I had those businesses that were linked on there and I had a team underneath me and we supported all of those different businesses. So is that important because your job here is a company that's on probably, a, I mean, not 40,000 people, but it is no, on that similar, 40. you have to... Yeah. We have another company here called Cover My Meds, and I talked to them about yeah. we're a different company when we were 12 people, and then when we were 50 people, and then when we were 150, and now we're 900, and yep. there's different structures upon structures. That you, so that is the, what you bring to this table. Yep. So that's a great question. So basically watching growth in general and knowing what to do is what I bring to the table. Now, Root and the team and the people team in particular had such a strong foundation. I will tell you that some of the things that they have in place were even ahead of, of what we had in place at Facebook at 1400 people. A lot of time had passed, right? They started five years ago, Facebook started 15 years ago, but the learnings and the foundation I get to start from is, is super cool. But yeah, what I can bring in particular is just watching a big tech, watching a tech company grow hopefully helping people be smarter about some of the decisions we make. Scaling, but scaling while we keep the high people touch and empathy in our business is really important. And having done that at Facebook with the teams. And then also because of the teams I supported at Facebook went across the company and across the business. Now with a job that I have now, 
I can still operate across the company and across the business because I supported almost every team at Facebook. The only team I didn't support in my whole career was legal and comms and HR. So bringing that kind of understanding those businesses, understanding those kind of leaders, understanding how to grow leaders from 1400 to 40,000 is the same from 800 to no matter what number you get to, because you, you know, I understand that cycle of how leadership grows and gets better and develops. And so those are all the things that I can bring and really partner with Alex and the other leaders on. Bringing some of the trainings too is going to be really important. So coming from an accounting background, did you have an extra level of connection with Alex as Mr. Math? <laughs> well, yes and no. Yes, in the sense that like when he was talking, my geeky side of my brain said, ooh, I can get smarter here. But he is off the charts smart. So there was <laughs> no way I was going to have an intellectual. But it was pretty cool because insurance is harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, and I like that. I like learning something new. I like learning new business. And everybody's been really supportive to make sure that I understand how the business of insurance works. And then obviously, this was probably a, a much longer recruiting process. So what was it like to have this oh, waves, arms in the air, all this happening and coming in in the middle of a worldwide crisis and changing jobs and having to bring all of your not only all of your your HR knowledge but a, a new company plus a worldwide crisis and managing in an unprecedented time in a workforce that had never worked this way before a couple things one i am a good wartime leader in the sense that just I've had lots of crises and, and kind of things to deal with in my life. And so from that perspective, I just took it as another challenge. Two, in my time at Facebook, it is nowhere near compared to a pandemic, so I'm not gonna, but we've had things that we've had to overcome as a company and how you pull that company together, you know, starting back in 2009, 2010, around the privacy stuff, to Cambridge Analytica, to a whole bunch of other things. How do you pull a company together? How do you pull leaders together? How do you help le leaders lead through crisis? I've been so lucky, I'm not sure it's good, but I've been so lucky to really have experienced that over my 10 years at Facebook, that this was very similar. The difference here is how we're also helping people outside, right? Because you're dealing with everything else at home. It's not just a work crisis, it's a world crisis. And so we've had some learnings there, but as far as just being able to lead through this crisis, I, I've been, you know, I have had that experience before that I could bring to this leadership team. What advice do you think you'd have for other companies that are trying to adapt to this new way? Yeah, I think one, just making sure that your technology focus on that first and foremost, so people can really work from home, so they really can be productive which which then goes to my second thing of making sure you're taking care of the wellness of the folks because in the end if we don't make sure that people are safe both get, being able to get their work done in a way that they feel like they can get the work done being able to take care of their families and then being able to take care of themselves if we don't do that i don't think we can ever get back to anything normal so really thinking about those three buckets when you're um, thinking about your talent is there anything i forgot to ask no, you asked a lot of great things, Carrie. I appreciate the time and being able to share my story and share what we're doing at Root. We have such a very talented team in the company 
And to be able to just to be there and build on that is really, I'm super lucky to be able to do that. All right. Well, stay safe and look forward to meeting you in person someday. I hope so. All right. Take care. Thank you.